Hey you, welcome, you're listening to my voice again. (laughs) Um, Out of all the episodes I have done on here, if you would listen to any, this I would say is one that is very dear to my heart because it is my truth. And so here we go. So a number of you have been asking why I started this podcast and so I just wanted to do an episode to shed light on my why. There was a time that I asked myself this question that Bissy, when are you actually going to put to practice the material you read and the things that you listen to? Because I realized that for a couple of years now, I have been reading a lot and listening to motivational videos and messages and what have you. And I'm like, what is it for? Is it just to get through the day or get through the week? Or it's actually so I can develop myself and and walk in in purpose and, and walk with in my highest self. And, and so it's like even something as little as when you're talking to someone where you actually, you guys have eye contact, you are actually engaged with them, whereby, you know, now in this era, everybody has their handheld devices and we're always on our phone. We're always divided. Uh, we always have divided attention. We're not actually in the moment. And so just little things like that. But at the same time, you know, actually intentional and and big stuff. Proverbs 122 says, how long will you simple ones love your simple ways? And to be honest, I've been in deep thought about for a while now about why I do the things I do, um, why I do it the way I do them. And I began to take account of how I was raised, the environment I was exposed to, my transition from Ghana to the U.S. Um, when I was living in the U.K., everything I was, I learned, I was exposed to, how I relate to people, how people relate to each other, my insecurities, my highs, my lows, the things that bring me joy, the things I'm attracted to, and so on. Like, I was just like in really self-reflection and and all that type of stuff. So last year was an extremely challenging year for me. But at the same time, I discovered a different version of me whom I love my highest self, the true me, the me I can trust to make wiser decisions, the king's kid me. So last year, there was a period of time that I felt I was alone in some things I was going through. And I realized my escape, apart from turning to God, was chatting with people about the experiences and the things that they had to overcome. Now, granted, I knew I wasn't the only person going through something or who had ever gone through something, but in the moment, it was unbearable to a point where I had morbid thoughts. I said to someone, I wish I was never born. I said, I wished I stayed with my father in heaven and never came to this earth. I I actually said that I was so low that absolutely no one could give me like help like maybe physically you could help me you could hug me you could give me some money but 
I was just at that point where unless God gets into the mess with me, I, I was done. So I needed emotional healing. I needed mental healing. I needed my tender heart was was in pain, was broken. And and so, but God, oh, but God, uh, when I tell you that my cries to him was not in vain, I mean it when I tell you it's by his grace that I'm alive. I mean it when I tell you that it's because of him that my sanity is in check. I mean it when I tell you that it's in him I breathe, I live, I owe my all to. I mean it. He literally took all my pain, all my confusion, my embarrassment, my shame, my everything that made everything that made me feel less. And and he gave me reason. He gave me power. He gave me unconditional love. He gave me truth, honor, vision, promises, and, and so much more. So then in my conversations with people, I realized, wow, well, we all going through some stuff here, but at the same time, we're not connected in such a way that we could actually talk about these, these, these stuff, like real stuff. So I realized that as I had conversations with people, I wanted others to hear about these kind of conversations, especially people my age. Um, I, I didn't know if people thought about things like this, uh, you know, where we're just going through the day or the weeks or the months or the years as it went by and you know at the end of the year it's like new year resolution and everything but we're not actually intentional about doing better and so I wanted others to hear about the conversations I was having like legit things that people are going through what we are going through and and we have to deal with about self-development about doing better especially in this era i feel like it's really hard it's 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 tough you know and so we need that that connection that relation and and so i was like well i can't be doing the same things that i was doing when i was 18 21 22 and, and, and so I, we, I got to do better. And I really want my brothers and sisters out there to also be on this journey with me to do better. And, and so, for example, I realized that my parents' separation had so much of an impact on me than I realized. I, I remember I never grieved their separation. I never cried about it. I just put walls up and I said, well, it's their business, not mine. My mom is still my mom. My dad is still my mom. And so let's just, let's just keep it stepping. Okay. Yeah. But, but no, there were some things I carried. I built walls. Uh, I didn't even realize it until I was in my own relationship and, and certain things were coming up and I'm like, oh, okay. You know, this is definitely not, it's from somewhere. Um, and another example, I realized that the mentality of my culture and tradition put me in a box. I did not feel free to be me. I realized to have the support of my culture, I had to do some things, follow some rules, go a certain path that necessarily didn't bring me peace. And so that was like the disconnect for me. I realized that there were more things than financial issues or school or house or car that you know, we, we had to deal with. And like Papa Jake's says, you know, when, when do we move from asking a big God for 
for little things because that's an insult to who he is you know he he's gonna provide for his people he's always gonna make she's always gonna come through he's faithful and so um how about we pray about our purpose to be manifested for the opportunity to serve our gifts how about we we pray for heightened senses to hear god's voice because get this that is his voice is more precious than silver or gold. How about we pray for our insecurities, for self-development, for generational pat- patterns we want to end, uh, for doing better, for staying the course, f- about being better men and women for our children and their children and theirs, for um, a like permanence of of a, a, a new new generations. You know what? You know what I mean. And so, how about being vulnerable, more vulnerable, communicating better on learning what we learned when we grew whilst, you know, whilst we were growing up and learning what God wants us to learn and so on. Because I realized that for many years, my prayers were boring and same old, same old, and and they were mediocre as compared to the endless things that God can do. How about we pray for the impossible because that's who he is. He makes the impossible possible. Because in that case, nobody will have time to judge, to be envious of another's progress, to even be in people's businesses. Because we don't have time to be worrying about the physical things. We are all trying to advance in the kingdom because our faith has nothing to do with the physical, basically. So um, I came across this verse that God has made us so plain and simple, but we have made ourselves very complicated. It's Ecclesiastes 7 and 9. So I said, okay, boom. What is right for me is not right for you. Granted, there are some things that like, you know, it's just common knowledge. It's, it's, we all know it's not right. But there's some things that, you know, I may be convicted whereby you are not convicted. So for an example, Priscilla Shire, uh, she has this book called Resolution of Women. And in the book, she says there's a group of she and her friends will go out and shop and and actually splurge on, you know, nice purses, belts, pens, I don't know, hats, what have you, designer shoes, clothes and all that. And there's this, there's one of them in the group that wouldn't spend that much money on a belt. And not because she doesn't have the money, just because her conviction with God doesn't allow her to. But everyone else is like, yeah, we're cool. And that's cool. That's okay. That's her and God. And and this is the, them and, and God. And they're okay. And she's okay. And there's no judgment here. It's it's you do you and God. And I'm going to do me and God. And so I said, cool. Imagine we were all focusing on the voice that's on the inside of us. And of course, you know, we're seeking counsel Imagine we were doing better to see God's face and not his hand, the kingdom and not the treasures. Because, you know, when you get the kingdom, you get it all. You get the king, you get the queen. In fact, instead of you taking from the kingdom, you're able to add to the kingdom. And so, yeah, with with regards to tradition, I decided to take myself out of that mentality and that environment that didn't allow me to grow beyond what I knew in my heart God had placed on the inside of me. It wasn't easy, you know, because, you know, you want the support of so-and-so, but 
at the end of the day, if it's like a push and pull thing, you know, we look to those kinds of those people to protect us, to always have our backs. Um, but if it doesn't bring peace, if it makes you feel frustrated, if, you know, you get convicted by God that no, you know, you're, when, you know, when you're uncomfortable in something, it's not the right thing. You know what I mean? So like, you know, you need to be doing much more than, than meets the eye here. Like, Hey, I can't be doing this thing anymore. I can't be here anymore. It's, it's not worth it. Then you got to know that when you take that leap of faith, the grace of God will not take you where he won't protect you, that he wouldn't equip you. Because when you take a step um, of righteousness along with the will of God, he has taken five steps ahead of you. Like he's got you, got you. God, God is faithful. So because at this point, nobody is responsible for, for my life, but me, you know, um, I was sheltered up to a certain point. So at some time you can, you know, blame, put the blame on your, your parents or family or whatnot. But at a point it's like, come on, like we got to grow up. So sure. Like if I do something that pleases you and, and you and you for the sake of the culture, but it kills me and, and the thing that I'm carrying, then, then we're all out here really, really dying. And we don't even know it because what I'm carrying is connected to someone, someone's healing, someone's breakthrough, someone's being able to hear this, the name of God, someone's hope, someone's yes, and someone's no. And I believe it's the same for for you guys out there. I know and I know and I know that there's something that jumps up at you, something that makes you feel good, so purposeful, so peaceful, so joyful. And, And imagine we're just there worrying about money, house, car, job, something that is very little for God. Like when he like he doesn't even have to click it. He has to just think about it and and we're good you know, but, but not the reason. And then we're not thinking about the reason for our being it's, it's detrimental. It's risky. And, and I honestly believe it's a waste of life. And I don't believe that that's all God wants for us. Um, I, an eagle flies three to four to four miles up into the sky. Okay. And it has to meet another eagle at that altitude. Eagles don't flock. And, and so if it meets pigeons, ducks, chickens, its altitude is way too low. And so it has to keep flying up until it meets another eagle. And that's the same for us. It's only up from here. We got to be around people that call out the life that's in the inside of us. The people that can nurture it and then guide us to bloom and manifest. Same analogy, a seed in a bathroom will be a seed for 50 years. But if you take that same seed and put it in a soil with water, it grows roots to be a tree and then yields flowers and bears fruit. Hence the power of our environment. They say that if you can change your mind, you can change your life. When you discover yourself, you can't help but be confident You have a clearer sense of who you are, where you're going, a vision, a promise from God. The Bible says that where there's no vision, the people perish. So you can imagine for generations, we all we want to do is get educated, get married, get assets, and then continue that cycle. Like that's the vision. Come on. I I honestly believe that 
our God is way too supreme for just that. And he wants so much more for us when he says that he can do exceedingly above. The kingdom must be advanced in every possible way. Your business, that product, your voice, your art, your organizational skills, your managerial skills, your eye for detail, your problem-solving mind, like those things that you feel like is just nothing or it, it comes easy to you, like that's it. I don't feel the need to like be validated by anyone at this point. If I need to seek counsel, I now, I'm now aware of, of who God has in my corner and is connected to my journey that can help me. You know, I honestly don't give two cents about she, about he, about what they say about me. I only care about what God says about me. He's, he's the only one that knows me. You know, I mean, knows me, knows me. He knows my end. He knows my in-between, my why. I mean, the, the man created me. Like, where else am I going to go? Where else am I going to go for answers? And um, one more thing. I, I just feel like I asked myself this question too. Like, there must be a reason that certain things get repeated over and over. Or like, you know, they keep ringing in your ear or something comes and that's what people say and I'm like it's because it's true you know until you get shook up with something um the same things you've been hearing for years that didn't mean anything then suddenly becomes everything for example greater is he that is in you that he that is than he that is in the world and so if he put in you that power that that can cause him to do exceedingly above everything you can ever ask or imagine that supersedes what human beings who don't even know or don't have their life figured out just like all of us out here say it it supersedes what they say and 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 you know granted yes there's advice there's there's elderly you know they say wise people learn from their mistakes wiser people learn from other people's mistakes but Um, I think it's, there's a line when you let people tell you who you are, what you should be doing, where you should be going, then, then what you, or what culture, you know, is kind of, I, I always say that I don't want to be a part of the system. I don't want to be a part of the system, part of the Western system, a part of the cultural system. I want to be a part of the kingdom system. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, basically, (laughs) And so at the end of the day, in a nutshell, Paul said, woe is me if I do not preach. At the end of the day, I need y'all to know that it's all about God. It's all about him. Who in the world am I if not for him? Like, where am I going? What am I doing? Like, for real, why am I here? Why am I still here? This is my why. This is Legit with Bissy. Thanks for listening. I just want to take a moment to appreciate those of you who, during the time where I wasn't sharing or posting anything, that gap, uh, you would just DM me or send me a message saying, I'm proud of you, Bissy. Keep going. That it did something for you. When's the next one coming? And obviously the question about why did I start it, that that just came up a couple of times. And so I, I wanted to do this and I hope you guys got something from it. Let me hear your feedback about that one too. And just a random thing. I don't know who has seen Tyler Perry's new movie, A Fall From Grace. 
I think it's cool. I'm like, whoa, can't be trusting nobody out here. It's 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 a great movie. And so if you go and just check it out, it's it's pretty cool. Um, thanks again. Bye.